Hey, what's up, everyone? And thank you for tuning in to the Plain Sight Podcast. We are so happy that you're listening. And in fact, we would love to hear from you. If you want to reach out, you can find us at plainsightpod at gmail.com or plainsight underscore pod on any of the socials. Let us know who you are, why you're still listening, how you found us, which episode was your favorite. You know, if you even want to tell us which of our podcasters is your favorite, we would love to know that. Um, unless it's Alex or Zach, in which case you can leave that out. That's okay. Um, no, anyway, we get to sit down with the Irreverence podcast this week. Some friends from out in Pittsburgh, some pastor friends who are doing some amazing things on their podcast, Irreverence. So please go check them out. I'll be attaching some links in our episode descriptions for you to go follow them on social media. Go give them a listen, rate, and review, uh, and let them know what you think. Uh, I know they would greatly appreciate it. But this week we get to talk about The Office why every pastor is weirdly obsessed with it. We're going to talk about um, why Zach is convinced he could beat up a cheetah and even which type of weapon we would bring to a pastor fight club. Guys, it gets weird. Um, I don't know if you're still listening. Thank you for sticking around. Um, but either way, here are some sound bites. Let's just jump into it. I could beat up a cheetah. I'm telling you right now, I could beat up a cheetah. I, I'm ready. To, I was going to leave, but now that Cam's here, I'm uh Hank Humberflu. Brian sucks. He's awful. I don't. I don't. I hope I never see him. What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the Plain Sight Podcast. I'm here with my good old buddies, my good old pals, Cam Jordan. Cam, what up? What's up, man? You know, not a lot. I I forgot you usually <laughs> do a little thing where you say a random thing about what we're talking about, and you were probably thinking, I can't think of anything, so I'm just going to say what's up, man. Yeah, I don't know what we're talking about. So, <laughs> so I, instead it I was nice and succinct. What's yeah. up, man? Cam got asked two minutes ago if he wanted to be on a podcast, so here we go. Um, <laughs> and my good old pal, Zachary Kuyat. Zach, how you doing? Good. I'm actually wearing the t-shirt that says good old pal on the back. You really are, actually. <laughs> I was wearing that same shirt earlier today, and I'm mad I changed. That's okay. We should join the party. Uh, and today is a special day, right? We, we've had many a guest on the podcast, but today we have not two one, whole guests but before. two whole guests on the podcast today. <laughs> so we just double doubling our, guests. our guest count on just this episode. Next time we'll have four. Oh, no, we won't. <laughs> We're just going to grow exponentially. 12 people on a podcast. <laughs> uh, man, John, Ed from the Irreverence Podcast, welcome. Hey, what's up? What's up, fellas? Man, so I'm going to be honest, this is probably a little stalkery, kind of crazy, but I just <laughs> saw you guys as a Facebook ad, and this is um, the power of uh, Facebook marketing, and yeah. said, cool, that looks like a thing that we could do some podcasting with. So I hit you guys up on Facebook Messenger, said, hey, you want to come on a podcast? Uh, sent you a podcast. You said, sure, you guys don't suck, and here we are. <laughs> now we're doing the thing. That's right. Yeah, I'm really thankful yeah. for that because I put zero money into that ad campaign. Uh, John yeah. fully funded the whole thing, and so uh, <laughs> I appreciate that yeah. I spent zero dollars to earn this invitation. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's a uh, you know, I was the sole angel investor of our podcast. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Somebody has to step up and do it. You know. Somebody's got to. Yeah. Yeah. So we did our first one with the five dollar credit that Facebook. <laughs> gave us, so. And it wasn't even a good post. We should have used a better post. No, we for picked it. a bad one. Well, I was concerned, so I put I put my uh, debit card info in there because I put a little more into it, and then like a month later got charged, and so yeah. I was like, crap, did they go in and like 
put an ad on another video and not tell me and it just randomly charged my card i was gonna be so mad but yeah, well alex mad. edits and i write games so that means that you have to pay for all the ads yeah done yeah makes sense i don't run our website or our blog or no, anything no none that's, of that that's a different thing <laughs> that's a plain that. sight blog yeah it's a completely different entity so john ed tell us a little bit about yourselves irreverence why we'd love to hear about it yeah um so uh so i'm john and uh and ed and i are both uh we're both pastors um we've been pastors for quite a long time and uh we got together uh you know recently and we we decided uh we we both love podcasts and we decided that it would be kind of cool to put together a podcast although uh we really had no idea what it would be or what it would be about we just love podcasts i myself have done um I've done two other podcasts before, um, and we decided that we were going to kind of do something together because we're good friends and we share a lot of the same interests and we, you know, hang out at church all the time and stuff. So uh, we we kind of came to this, um, I don't know, this realization that a lot of times when people just hear the word pastor, mm-hmm. like you are a pastor, yep. it instantly starts to, uh, to generate this stigma or this... Um, this stereotype of what a pastor is. And so like, I would never have anyone come up to me and ask me if I'd heard the new, you know, XYZ album. It would always be like, Hey, I heard this song on K-Love that I know you would love. <laughs> I was thinking today, I was like, can I ask them how much they hate K-Love? Because I want to talk about how much I dislike K-Love. Is that too far? Well, you should listen to our next episode. That's coming out. Let's go! <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. We plugged it on purpose for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and so that's what we did, and we just sat down and um and we purposefully wanted it to just sound like a conversation between Ed and I, and so we we purposefully do not go into it with many notes at all. We sort of like hit record and then just have a conversation, and we just broadcast that conversation for the world to hear. Um, that's at least like my perspective of it. Ed, would you add anything to that? Yeah, no, what's up? I'm Ed, and um, I am definitely the sidekick to the podcast. Uh, this was John's... <laughs> I would not say you're the sidekick. This was John's idea, uh, John's baby. I just jump on and uh, get to talk. But um, no, I think that's good. Yeah, I've been I've been a pastor for 10 years now, and um, we me, John and I are clearly the, uh, the elder statesman of the five of us. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, John, John, you're like 10 years older than me. How old are you, John? No, I just turned 24, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and that would still make you the oldest person on the yeah, Playside podcast. Sure <laughs> yeah. By a couple years. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, no. I just turned 32. Actually, John and I share a birthday, which is amazing. Yes. John just turned, what, oh, really? 30? Oh. That podcast chemistry. Uh, yeah. John's 39. Um, yep. But, uh, yeah, so we just, we've been in the pastoring thing for a long time. And... Um, intentionally wanted to have those conversations that might break down some of the stigmas that we're, we're just regular guys. And we, we share a lot of yeah. interest for, with the people that we're, we're leading uh, weekly. And um, yeah, and it's not to say that there aren't maybe more stereotypical passers out there that um, yeah. are like the stigmas that are represented maybe in, in culture of, of passers, but uh, mm-hmm. we're not them. And um, so the, the show of reverence is all about breaking them. But to be honest with you, 
after we heard from you guys and I listened to a few of your episodes, I'm kind of inspired by what you guys are doing because I, I love Aww. the way that you have dove down in, so specifically in the various topics on your shows. But then you, you take that small concept and you make it a whole lot bigger. And that's where I ultimately think our show will have to go um, yeah. is, is narrowing or being more def defined to what a topic is going to be on any given show. Uh, right now, we've kind of just been tackling some really broad subject matter yeah. to kind of, you know, build an audience, build a brand and, and get a rhythm going. But uh, yeah, we're we're the Irreverence podcast. We're only about two or three episodes <laughs> in and we're honored to be here. Man, yeah, I think what you just said there, it's kind of for us, uh, me specifically, it's about being intentional about being as specific as you can, um, mm. because we're kind of thinking long run. And so if we hit our topics from a broader sense, then it's like, okay, well, now we talked about hip-hop. We can't talk about any of it ever again. Mm. You know, it's like, how do we yeah. dive in specifically? How do we want to talk about um, this album or this song or this time period or whatever? Right. And so, like you guys said, uh, you don't have a lot of notes when you go in purposefully. See, we don't have a lot of notes when we go into our podcast because we are ill-prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you talked about it being like you guys' conversation and, and wanting to sort of break down the barrier between the word pastor and what you are as people. And I was going to say, that's kind of what we were talking about, breaking down like the word Christian versus what we can be interested in and what we can take from it. It's like we almost did the same thing, but you guys are infinitely more qualified to do it. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what it is. That's exactly what it is. Because, I mean, you guys remind me a lot of... Right, so I'm super passionate about ministry, um, very intrigued in the future by church planning specifically. And so there's this church planning group that this church I go to um, is affiliated with. And the first time I went there, it was like this breath of fresh air, like almost this like pastor code where like you got pastors hanging out with beers and playing arcade games. And some of them are just sitting there with their cigars having, having a conversation. It's like, it's almost like, this is like one of the one areas where I've come to one of these pastor groups or pastor sessions, pastor yeah. sessions. What did I just say? And, <laughs> and there was like yeah. this freedom for them to all recognize like, okay, here is a safe place for us to be us. Yeah, we don't yeah, tell people right. about the pastor sessions, by the way. That's that's part of the secret club that you just... Well, yeah, Alex, you just lost your invite to the he'll, pastor sessions. We can edit that No, part no, no. Out. These are that the organized one. ones, not the unorganized ones. Got it. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's like Fight Club. It's the same... same exactly. Like, you don't same talk, about, talk it. about it. Yeah. yeah. Don't talk yeah. about it. Right. Um, man. So... So you want to be a church planner? Yeah, I sure do. Mm -hmm. Super nice. passionate about that. I think... Not only are there like, you know, all the statistics about how it's one of the most effective ways to evangelize, but um, when I think about all the stereotypes of the church, um, I don't really have a strong passion to go get a degree and dive into something and just grow those stereotypes, but instead um, start something new and revitalize just the way the early church did um, in a way that says, you know, we're going we're gonna to break down traditions and we're going to start something new from the ground. Um, and cool. really base yeah. everything off of like what was it about Christ that was so fascinating, you know? Yeah, yeah. that was John. John was a church planner. Yep. Yeah, that was my um, <coughs> really. When I, That's awesome. So, so basically, I I'm from the South, so I'm from North Carolina, and cool. uh, back in 2011, I felt 
just a really specific call in my life to uproot my uh, my family and um, and my kids and to move four states away to to Pittsburgh to uh, plant the church. That was like my whole thing. And um, and I didn't. I, it, it was like one of the scariest decisions that I ever made. But um, but we did it and we moved and uh, and yeah. And and it was it was interesting because in my mind the method. The, kind of what what God was calling me to do was to plant a church, but really what God was calling me to do, I would find out, was just to go to a new place and reach people. Yeah. And so it was really cool how uh, I linked up with our church where Ed and I both attend now and are both on the pastoral staff. Um, And because now I feel like we, so we moved here in, uh, in 2013. Okay. And I feel like um, I am exactly where God promised that would be in 2011, even though it looks vastly different than I ever thought it was going wow. to. Yeah. You know? cool. That's fascinating. So you guys work together? We do, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. we're on staff at the same church. What are your, like, what are your roles? We're both uh, campus pastors. So we got four physical sites in Pittsburgh right now. And uh, so I'm, I'm a campus pastor at one of them, and John's campus pastor at one of the others. And we both report up to our uh, lead senior pastor. Who's in the school and who's in the movie theater? <laughs> um, so I'm in the school. Okay, cool. <laughs> There's one. We, um, uh, I, I previously pastored a campus in an old movie theater. Yeah, but see, no, I, I knew it. I, Nailed it. I'm at, um, I'm at our original location now, our largest campus. So it's a 50,000 square foot facility. Um, so yeah, so, so I it's got not a movie theater anymore. No. I'm not doing any of the load in, load out that John has to do. Gotcha. So. You got promoted from the <laughs> yeah. movie theater. That's right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Man. Yeah, the church that we came from in North Carolina, um, we we helped launch that church, and we launched in a theater, in a movie theater. Yeah, like so, those are the two uh, places. It feels like it's like school yeah. or movie theater. Those are the, or just yeah. theater in general. Right, yeah. Zach. Yeah, there's that, there's that's what I do back there's in, such much back more theater. In Springfield, it's a theater. It's um, very hipster. And it's I do a lot of stuff in theaters, but usually it's not church. That's just what I do for a living. <laughs> so, yeah. So tell me, what do you guys do for a living? Well, um, <laughs> oh, I just finished a degree in musical theater performance. Um, however, I finished a degree in live theater at a time when no one's allowed to gather in public. Um, right. So right now I'm a machinist at the family business. <laughs> Um, with the and we have no of, idea what he does. Yeah, nobody <laughs> really understands what I do. His job, and every single time he's like, "Yo, I drove a forklift 47 miles today." We're like, "Why? <laughs> like, what do you do?" I like to like, keep him guessing. You know? Bro, Zach, my dad. I I worked at my dad's family machine shop all growing up. Yeah, he just sold it. So I'm all about machining. Not really. I hated hey, it. It's a good gig, you know. It's I don't it's know the anything about business. what you're it's talking stable about. Stable work. Cool. But I'm ready to, you know, use my degree at some point. So <laughs> and not hurt your beautiful actor face anymore with shards. I know <laughs> I had been working there for like two weeks at the beginning of the summer and ended up with six stitches in my nose at the end of a work day. <laughs> oh, gosh. He does always send us pictures of like stage makeup. He's been practicing and it's yeah, all like wounds. That. So he sent us a picture and we both thought it was just like another stage makeup set he it was, was just like a really good one that day he cut his face over wow, that looks with icky. a piece of glass yeah, yeah. yeah so really zach cool. and cam just graduated so it's not the greatest time to be looking for jobs so i'll let them off the hook there um i work at a bank yeah. so that's thrilling um oh, nice i count money and i tell people that i can't give them money those are <laughs> my two favorite parts of my job do you tell people do you tell people that you work in finance 
Uh, yeah, sure, sure do. Yeah, <laughs> makes me sound way cooler. <laughs> right. Uh, or just emphasize the promotion, the personal banker two. That's a two after yes. that. Thank you. Two. Um, PB two. PB two right yeah, there. <laughs> Peanut butter two scoops. Yeah, so <laughs> our our whole podcast. Usually I say this at the very start of the podcast. We're pretty far in. Is about finding God in your everyday lives, and kind of like with you guys, we wanted to break those stigmas of. Um, what is Christian music or what is Christian movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't done our fireproof movie yet. Maybe that's one. Maybe We're going to do Courageous in like two weeks. I, I think it. you should do Fireproof <laughs> on your other podcast, Zach. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's a good bit. No. We, can, but we might make that happen. That would be very funny. <laughs> um, can we do Nicolas Cage Left Behind instead? Because I want to talk about that movie a yes, lot. Yes, you sure can. <laughs> But our whole thing is pop culture. We love pop culture. I'm a musician. Uh, Cam is a musician and a movie guy. Zach is a musician and a movie guy. And I'm on a podcast and host a podcast that largely revolves around movies. And I'm not at all a movie guy, which is a pretty (laughs) good wrinkle. And I'll I'll point out that when you say movie guy, it's like, me movie guy and and Zach movie guy. Zach movie guy. Like, it's got to go out of the screen. Like, it is... same phrase, but very different meaning there. Yeah, that is kind of my deal. <laughs> That's your thing. So, like, I gotta agree to be an actor. I should know some stuff about it. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna do some quick hitter questions. All right. Yeah. Um, sure. Stuck on an island, you can have one album. Ooh. John, what are you taking? One album. I am taking uh, Craig David, "Born to Do It." Okay. Cool pick. Cool pick. I like it. <laughs> I, not what I expected. Really? What did you expect? I don't know what I expected. Just not that. <laughs> Why? So Why? Here's the because thing. it's Why? it's kind of out there. I was expecting like a you know one of the classics. You know, well, I was kind of looking like an, that album. Oh, but I, I, your explanation <laughs> is also good. Yeah. So uh, so Craig David is one of my favorite uh, singers of all time. I'm also a musician. Nice. Um, and uh, and so like I I actually used to. <laughs> I used to go around in my hometown and win karaoke contests singing Craig David. <laughs> and in nice. fact, just a couple of years ago, my wife and I were on a cruise and, uh, and I sang Craig David at the, uh, in the karaoke bar and the karaoke guy hosting was like, Hey, um, I saw you pick that Craig David song. That's kind of a hard song to sing. Do you think you can do it? And I'm like, dude, you don't even know me, man. I've been Sit singing back, this song baby. forever. <laughs> just yeah. you wait. Yeah. So, um, it's still it's still one of my favorite albums of all time. That or Insync, no strings attached. There we go. Oh, that's a good one too. <laughs> that's good. Now that okay, that's a little more just what I expected. That's good. Okay. <laughs> I like Ed, that. you are stuck on an island. You get one movie. What are you picking? Ooh. The replacements with Keanu Reeves. Oh, Football movie. I'm, I'm all yes. about Zach, that. Zach, go choice. ahead. I like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely on board. You got look. If you're gonna be stuck on an island, you might as well be stuck on an island with Keanu. You know. Exactly. <laughs> I want a movie. I want a movie that I'm not gonna mind watching over and over and over again. Right. So it's so, not like the. It's not the best movie of all time, but it's a, it's a pleasure movie. You're gonna have fun with it every time. Cat in the Hat. <laughs> no. You find sort of. Every like, time watch it. Not. Except that's if you want to like forget that you're on an island because a movie is sort of hypnotizing and coercing you into forgetting the time exists. Yeah. <laughs> it's... I don't know what it is like 
but it's like taking hallucinogenic drugs is what my guess would be. I can't say I've ever experienced I, that, but yeah, it's pretty I, much the I same thing. I think that's what the cat that had is like. If I had to guess. Okay. Now, I, I here's where I want to get into the meat of this podcast and is why does every pastor love The Office? <laughs> is that true? Is that a stereotype? I, I'm not, I don't know if it's a stereotype. It's just something I've experienced. I think every youth pastor for sure loves The Office. Every youth pastor I've met. Maybe anyone that's ever been a youth pastor. Have you guys ever had the youth pastor thing? I, yes. I was a youth pastor for many years. Yeah, um, it had to have been. Okay. <laughs> yeah, every the, youth pastor loves The Office. That's the rule. Okay, I, I like it. We yeah. just made a stereotype. Let's copyright that. I'm guessing The Office. That's the opposite of what we're trying to do. But yeah. Cam, make the t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing the office bridges even beyond Christians, given that it's wildly popular. Oh, it Though, sure does. The yeah, massive yeah. subculture against the office is really fun right now because there's a lot yeah. of people that try to be against it. And then you ask them yeah. why, and they just have no basis for why they're actually right. not a fan of it. Um, yeah. But as far as pastors liking the office, man, I did not know. I didn't, you're, you're telling me something that I was not aware of that pastors are obsessed with this show. I've known a lot of pastors to love The Office, um, and I have known a lot of pastors to be very mad at me when I told them I am really not the biggest Office guy. Um, oh. Not that I don't look. I don't want you guys to leave. Stay. It, it eliminates <laughs> it eliminates you from attending further pastor sessions. It's true. Yeah. The pastor sessions, though, yeah. But that's rule three of Pastor Fight Club. You have to love the office. Yeah, yeah. What are your weapons in Pastor Fight Club? I wanted to make some really cheesy vibes. The jokes. sword of the spirit. It's very easy. Yeah. yeah, it's right there. It's biblical. Or an ox goat if you're Shamgar. There so. you go. I'll, I'll, I'll bring my, my shotgun next to my bed. My there you go. That works. That'll yeah. do it, too. You might be by ox code if you do that. So that's a, that's a good strategy. Okay, here's some questions that before we dive into more office, I have a question uh, for both of you. This is one of my favorite questions I got asked by uh, another youth leader, actually. And it is if you are, and I asked actually Cam and Zach as we had this talk at my wedding reception, if you are stuck in a cage, fight to the death with a big cat. Okay, nothing but your hands. You can't pick a bobcat. That's cheating. Which big cat do you think you could beat? Why and how? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I think I was gone for this conversation. No, you were right this, there because we talked about right well, next to me. I don't want to give my answer away, so I won't say what animal we talked about. But we talked in depth about a very specific while they big think, cat that I feel strongly about. Zach, give your give your answer while they think. I could beat up a cheetah. I'm telling you right now, I could beat up a cheetah. And I know that sounds insane, but here's the thing: cheetahs really fast, and that's their only thing. <laughs> they got the one thing, they're very fast. After that, they're scrawny, they're lanky. It's like, I'm trying to come up with a good sports reference. It's like if I'm going to take on, Frank Gore, you know, not Frank Gore. Um, what's his name? That, no, Terrence Gore. Not scrawny Tyreek. and lanky. Ter oh. <laughs> Terrence Gore. Sure, that's a very that's a Kansas City reference. Um, yeah. Real fast, got nothing else going on. I just think that I could... Dodge a cheetah because they're good. At I do not lines, think you could dodge a cheetah. With, We're going to disagree not good there. With corners, Alex. Here's the thing. I am the registered zoo boy of this podcast. You are. You're so a friend of the Kansas City Zoo. He is an official friend of the zoo. I'm a so card carrying member of the friends of the Kansas City Zoo. So you have to defer to me on animal facts. 
Wow. <laughs> the other fun fact about cheetahs that I have for you is that they are afraid of heights. So if I can get, if I can crawl myself up to the top of the cage. If you can crawl yourself to the top of the cage. That is that is part of the thing. I have to be able to do it. But if I can get up there, I think I got a good shot. He's not going to fight me, and then I'll just let him tire himself out because they only run for like 15 seconds at a time. Those yeah, are, and then I just get down there and... It's quality reasoning. Can't argue do, with do that. You guys, wow. Do you guys have one? Or do you think of a strategy you would have if you were in a room with a big cat? Uh, is a lynx a big cat? How big are they? If Are they over 50 pounds? Big is relative. Because if we're comparing it to small cats, then like then you yes. argue a lot of things are a big cat. <laughs> what is, I would say a lynx is a big just cat. Just a 50 yeah. pound, yeah, lynx, okay. whatever. It's big. Is lynx Invite a lynx. A big How would you beat it? I'm Googling this. Okay. Um, That's a good pick. It is considered a big cat, though it is... There you go. It's, well, it's within four species of a medium-sized wild... What? How many? What? Like, <laughs> like, I didn't know. Like four species away? It seems like It seems like they get grouped into the big cat category for, for, for you know, most purposes. Um, I'll take it. How about I think that, I'll do I think the bigger? Your here. I don't even know what this is. I should Google this. I'm gonna say a lynx. <laughs> if the, if links are in it, links links are pretty small actually. So that's why I'm picking them. <laughs> this the one the I'm looking at right cat. now. Smallest big, big cat. I this one okay. can be John, up to if, 84 pounds. So I think I could take my dog yeah, is 75 there, pounds. So yeah, I'll take links. Yeah. Okay. So John, if Ed were to fight a big cat. How do you think he would do it? What tactic do you think he would use? And do you think he would be successful? I think that Ed is a phenomenal communicator. And so I think that he would find some way to bridge the communication gap (laughs) with the Lynx. He would convince convince that Lynx that it was the best Lynx of all the Lynxes. And he would befriend (laughs) the Lynx. He wouldn't attack the Lynx. He would befriend the Lynx. He would make a Lynx t-shirt that he would wear everywhere and everyone would know that, that he was now best friends with the links we, we'd have the links on our podcast he'd be my uh, friend <laughs> he would tell the links you got like a my side of the mountain situation now you're friends with a wild animal so that's pretty right. cool he would compliment the links and make that's him fair. want to be on his podcast again yeah. right. this links his love language is words of affirmation right. so I we should have mentioned that going on, very well on top yeah not <laughs> physical touch not, not a physical touch, touch link. no nope. not at all <laughs> Oh man! So I think uh, my buddy, who is a very large guy, his answer was that he would take a cheetah. He would back up to the back of the cage. He'd let the cheetah attack him. His his thought is that he could. Um, he would sustain injuries, but he's a large enough man that he would bear hug the cheetah when it attacks him, and then body slam it and break the cheetah. Um, <laughs> And I don't think that's reasonable, but I do <laughs> think bold claim. I do think that's my favorite answer. So, uh, <laughs> other other than Ed befriending the links, which I can actually I can see it, I could see just it. charming the links it. into submission is very good. <laughs> that's a dangerous ability to have because you then you could have an army of links. That's how you become Whoa. the beast master. Is it lynxes? <laughs> Zach, is it lynxes? Is it lynx eye? Probably. It is it just lynx? It's Linux. That's the place. Is it really? It Are you serious? computer programming. I'm, no, I'm just making oh things up. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'd be That's basically be so Andy Dwyer, and I would trade all the other countries for their lions, and then I would have more lions in every other country. That's what I would do. And then you win the war. And then I win. <laughs> what were they playing? I forget. Uh, 
whatever they were playing in that the, episode. The Model UN. The Model UN. I would win the Model and UN. And I would still yeah. choose the moon. I think that's the best <laughs> yeah. the best country to choose in the Model UN. <laughs> I got to I got to I got to say and, it, and all of our Parks and Rec references, John's not going to get them. He's not a believer not. yet. See, that's no. the thing. I'm a big uh, Parks and Rec guy, not the biggest office guy. Yeah. I I have seen I've seen like a little bit of Parks yeah. and Rec, but it's it's weird like the the office is just such a part of who I am that yeah. I feel like I'm cheating on the office when mm. I watch Parks and Rec. Like I can't I can't watch it without feeling like I need to apologize to Jim and Dwight and Pam and Michael and the, the <laughs> whole crowd. Yeah. I think there's like a big thing out there that if you watch the office first, then like you don't love Parks and Rec, but if you love Parks and Rec first, you can still love the office. I could see that. Because, like, that's just what I've heard from a lot of people is that, like, depending where you start is going to dictate if you like both or if you hate the other. All squares yeah. are rectangles. Are rectangles are not squares? That's interesting. No. I'm sure. <laughs> Close. <laughs> that is another thing, but not wow. exactly what I was saying. Okay. I started so well, I'm like, I'm, like, doing geometry. I'm like, is that true? Yeah, it is yeah. true. Isn't it? <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay, so here's here's what I really wanted to do. I kind of floated this by Zach. We could all, especially you, you could jump in on this cam since you weren't a part of the conversation at all. <laughs> can't can't wait. Um, we're gonna name office characters and we're gonna guess their denomination. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> all right. I like this a lot. <clears throat> Zach, name an office character. Uh, well, let's. This is like. Uh, Laffery with Zachary Light here um, because there's no points this time, but I do have things that I, I have opinions that I've written down in front of me. I don't know how accurate they are, but I like them. So if you match with me, you get a, 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 a free um, honorary Laffery with Zachary point. Wow. And um, that's what I've decided. Laffery with Zachary gold star. Gold stars, Laffery with Zachary. Um, we should start at the top. You know, the, the man, the myth, the legend, the one who really makes the office work michael scott we gotta start there where does he land in the uh i almost want to say like the christian denomination alignment chart i feel like where does he fall i feel like i'm gonna say pentecostal i i he's he's so outspoken he would he would want to be running up and down aisles i mean if he was going to be passionate about it i think he would be going big Ed, you have come out of the gate strong because wow. the first thing I have written in this note is Michael Pentecostal. Yes. Wow. <laughs> well, in this scenario, are we assigning one to one? So, like, we say Michael Scott's Pentecostal. Does that mean nobody else will be? Uh, I don't have any or... duplicates on mine, but if you feel like there's another one that's right, you yeah, can. Come on, convince us. I was gonna say I could see Creed being Pentecostal. I uh, see Creed Michael. is not on my list, mm. so that is probably and the issue there. Just because, <laughs> like, if if I'm imagining Creed in a church, he is also doing the same thing where he is going absolutely crazy, really going for and it, and he's the one taking it like to the next level. Uh, he, he'd be he'd be in a cult though. He'd be in yeah, some I was, cult. I was gonna say <laughs> Creed okay, is like fair. super far right Baptist. Is. That's what, yeah. <laughs> like, scary. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I can respect that. I don't know if we, we're counting cults as denominations here. That, we sure can. We sure can. I think if Creed <laughs> counts as, like, an actual person we can talk about in this conversation, then cults count as actual denominations. <laughs> okay, that's great, because I have a different okay. answer for respect. Michael Scott. Oh, I love please. It. Let's hear it. Because I think 
because of his just ability to latch on to anything anyone says and accept it as fact, I think that he's got a shot at Scientology. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, that's true. That's a really good point. That is good. He definitely, he would definitely get into Scientology <laughs> yeah. and is, until somebody told him like the word Scientology at the building, <laughs> probably not even realize that that's what he was doing. Yeah. And then well, and just be like, this he is very much really like, cool. He would see a celebrity like Tom Cruise <laughs> yep. with Scientology be like, yep, yeah, that's the one. That's it. My favorite celebrity is that. So, <laughs> so I'm also that now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To be fair, like that's that. why I don't listen to Taylor Swift. Yeah. See, that's a hot take right now because folklore is really good. <laughs> Look, really I feel good. like in the same way that uh, John said he felt like he was cheating on The Office, I feel like if I listen to Taylor Swift, I'm cheating on John Mayer because I'm still bitter uh. about the breakup. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. Okay, but like, do you some of us have grown up and moved on, Alex. Or like, I haven't grown up and moved on. That's the whole point here. So like, you never watch a Jennifer Aniston movie. No, that's different. That's different. John Mayer is dated. No, how? Jennifer Aniston never wrote Dear John. John. Mayer's dated. Jennifer Aniston did not write Dear <laughs> John. Right. We've gone off the rails yeah, into like, John Mayer uh, talk as per usual. Hank Cumberflue. Yeah, we can live here a long time. We'll we'll digress. Do we want to talk another character? Yeah, of course we, we do. Go Zach. Off of this. Okay, let's talk about Jim. You know, the, the floppy-haired, lovable, Come on. main love interest. Let's make him difficult. He's non-denom all the way, non-denom. He's cash, mm. you know. He's just going to yeah. he's gonna roll in on maybe a Saturday night service, you know, wearing his shorts. He does feel like a Saturday night yeah. service kind of guy. Shorts and he's, a, def- and he's definitely not wearing a tie. No. 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 no, Jim does not wear a tie for sure. No. Yeah. I like that. I I did take it a different route okay. because because I think Jim sees himself as the like high-minded intellectual of the group more than anyone else except maybe Angela but she clearly belongs somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I I see I see Jim as the one who's like I am the only adult in the room and I'm going to take care of it which is why I said he's a Calvinist. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. The only one who will take care of business around here. The only one who can actually keep the ship afloat. That's that's that was my uh, other swing. I did say non-denominational for a while, and I thought, hmm, I can do better. Mm. <laughs> I I I guess I could see it. I think there's other people that I would put in a in a Calvinist boat. If I had put Oscar on this list, that's where I would probably have put him. Hmm. Because he's very I much go like Oscar I am the smart as some guy. type of like orthodox. Mm, I could see him being very like yeah old fashioned kind of like there is one right answer and that feels very orthodox. It also feels me. very Calvinist. <laughs> <laughs> well, Calvinist is very close to orthodox, so that does check out. Yeah. Never mind, we're not going to have that conversation here. <laughs> <laughs> we could get really lost in the weeds saying stuff like that. <laughs> Zach, next Should character, go, please. Go, quit. Let's go to somebody else. Let's. Let, if we're going to talk Jim, we have to talk, of course, Pam. Pam Beasley Halpert. Lutheran. Where does she belong? Hmm. Something. Did you say Lutheran? Lutheran. I could see Same. it. I could see it. Only because I feel like she would have, like, I don't know, it makes me feel like she would have grown up kind of going through, like, the Lutheran system. Like, I could see her, and the only reason I'm not saying Catholic is because I think someone else belongs there more, but, yeah. She's Lutheran because she dresses like she's Lutheran. (laughs) (laughs) She, doesn't she also, she claims to be Lutheran in the show. 
Oh, cool. Let's do it. I, like I did it. not do that much remembering. So is that John? Wait, I gave Zach I this remember. idea probably an hour ago. Yeah, this <laughs> happened like like a half an hour before we recorded. So John, who else? You know, if some of these don't work now. No, she said um, she said same religion, and she high fives somebody. What episode is that? Oh, she yes, says, season I do four, episode this. seven. <laughs> you just. That's, throwing that numbers at us. Right. <laughs> uh, John, what is season four, episode seven? I'm gonna look that up now. I'll get back to y'all. John has literally done office trivia. Go, he goes around to various places in Pittsburgh and does uh, trivia. And about which the night office. of the week is that compared to the karaoke winnings? <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a different uh, different time period altogether. Yeah. And I, I have to. I, I'm sorry. I. I See, this is a this is a thing with me in the office. Like, I can't, I can't um, sit still if an incorrect fact about the office is quoted by someone. It just so happens that Ed did it this time. Uh, oh. oh no, Pam, that's good because I didn't want it to be one of us. Remind me, actually, I'm... she's actually Presbyterian, not Lutheran. Oh, oh that, who, that's who, it. Uh, who is she? I've also been in the Presbyterian, Presbyterian with then. <laughs> Alex can't confirm. <laughs> oh, Phyllis is Lutheran. Phyllis yeah. is Lutheran, and Bob's Unitarian, Bob's Unitarian oh. which keeps, keeps it spicy. spicy. Yes, keeps it spicy. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's respect. really good. That's fair. Well, that's see, good. now that I now that we're bringing this up, Presbyterian is clearly the the right answer. Um, <laughs> what I wrote here was Methodist, because she's just kind of like basic and mostly unproblematic, but kind of the least interesting. <laughs> that's fair. That's what I came up. With. That's really fair. That's good. Okay. <laughs> Um, I feel like the show, clearly the the uh, the character that is the most out there, I think, on the show is one Dwight Schrute, and we couldn't finish this conversation without talking about him. Yeah. See, that's where I feel like I could easily go Calvinist, like Reform Presbyterian, oh, yeah. something mm-hmm. something with Calvinism. In, in I it. like that. Um, or I could also see Baptist, him and Angela being Baptist together. So, go. so. Baptist was my thought, just solely for the dress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> all three of the us same. grew up Baptist. If we can, if yeah. we can add that in there. Yeah, the yeah. same brown suit every day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the mustard shirt underneath. <laughs> now, I said that Dwight uh, maybe maybe wouldn't be, but is more representative of uh, the Episcopal denomination, <laughs> and that he seems very outwardly old-fashioned, but has a couple things going on that are just. Super not old-fashioned <laughs> at all. <laughs> He's got the whole, like, liturgy and we will keep things in order, but also, like, something's weird and I own a beef farm, sure, but now it's like I'm entering into a contract with Angela and that's not very old-fashioned. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I was in... Yeah. We were in a church service a couple weeks ago and I was trying to think of the word liturgy the entire time and I'm just in my head thinking... Leviticus, uh, libertarian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just could not think of liturgy until afterwards. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, well, speaking of Angela, let's talk Angela now. We've, I think we've kind of danced around what Angela might be, but I'm. I still think we need to throw it to the group. Angela, what's she? Hmm. I. I was gonna say Catholic. Yeah, Catholic. Yeah, Catholic. Hmm. Assembly See, of God. Just so, it. It. And yeah. saying she would she would be Baptist with Dwight, 
I forget who. Yeah, it was yeah. I think she that. could. I think she could. I think she could be. She could be Baptist. But um, I think of anybody in the office, she's most likely to be Catholic. That's she definitely thinking. seems like she could be Catholic, and maybe this is just my uh, my own upbringing speaking for me. But I said Southern Baptist because sometimes she's generally stodgy and overly put together. Don't dance. Don't raise your hands, and don't drink. <laughs> That's yeah, I like it. All things I enjoy doing. I could respect that. She's the town from Footloose. Yeah, she's Beaumont. <laughs> <laughs> she does tell Oscar oh, if he prays hard enough, he can turn himself into a cat person. <laughs> <laughs> she does See, that also that. feels Pentecostal. <laughs> so... <laughs> a lot of these things feel a lot of these things, you know? <laughs> great, great statement, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I'm here for. I feel like to wrap up, we need to talk about two, two uh, later season additions to the show. Yeah. Um, the first is, is one that uh, becomes a real fixture for season, what, three on? Uh, and that's Andy. Mm. Is that season two that they show up or season three? It's yeah, early. Season three. Season three. John? That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Andy doesn't care about the denomination. It's whoever's going to let him on stage. That's to what sing. I would say. The That's same what thing. he's going to yeah. say. Whoever's having we the all choir know auditions. Andy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's showing up on we on like the the Andy. acapella men's Sunday. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, men's yeah. Sunday with the men's breakfast. Yeah. With biscuits and gravy. I would I would Club. actually throw throw Andy under the Presbyterian denomination, because solely because of the bow ties. Mm. <laughs> okay, I can respect yeah. that. That's really good. Yeah. Also, because oh, Zach really and I used to wear a bow tie every single Sunday <laughs> to church in high school. Yes. Uh, one I time, I it. had someone whose fashion uh, taste I really respected, and they said they hated bow ties, and it's always big guys that wear bow ties. And I decided from that moment on, I will never wear a bow tie ever again. It's not for you. <laughs> it's almost always big guys wearing bow ties. I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> like I have one person in my brain who I won't say out loud on this podcast when I think bow tie, I think of that human. <laughs> oh, oh that's good. Zach, did you say you have one more? Uh, well, I was gonna say I my pick for Andy was sort of Kenneth Copeland charismatic because um, <laughs> most of the time he loves to sing and dance, uh, but he's got some real intense anger that he's got to work out at some. Blow point. the Maybe coronavirus away. Like the, Blowing the coronavirus away, exactly. Sometimes it's sing and dance and praise the Lord, and sometimes it's he's going to blow the corona away with a mighty wind. Um, but to uh, to really round out, um, I realize now that I went for Michael and couples, but it, it feels right to round this whole thing out with Aaron, um, one of the latest Ooh. additions to the yeah. show, but near and dear, I think, to all of our hearts. Wow. She was another one that I could see kind of Lutheran or like some denomination where like you grow up, like it's very like faint, like you are going through this like system and like the, um, I don't know all the, the terms for, for Lutheran, but, but that to me felt right. Lutheran. Hmm. Oh man. My favorite I, part of this podcast is when Cam says something, but me and Zach were too busy laughing at each other about <laughs> something that I texted the group. That <laughs> there's just awkward silence. So we because we didn't listen to what Cam said, but we <laughs> want to pretend like we did. I, my mind, when I crossed TV shows and I thought of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt or whatever. The, oh, the, the, nice. Uh, yes, thing. Absolutely. And so then I'm thinking something like Seventh Day Adventist or something. Adventist. <laughs> um, something like super just out there, you know, and she grew up wearing full length dresses, doing the whole thing. 
Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Yeah, yeah that's, that's good. Exactly. <laughs> Man, um, I think we got most of them. Most. I was gonna ask, what about what about Ryan? Well, I was gonna say, I when I picked Aaron, um, I think she's a Joel Osteen gal. I think she's just I was she just wants things to be, be nice. The Joel person. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just. You know, she's she's real sweet, but she's also kind of dumb. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was that was I I had her as non-denominational as like the cool girl for a while and I was like, "Nah, I think I think Joel Osteen would be much easier." And, and that's kind of her I job, could actually I see somebody convincing Aaron to be a Jehovah's Witness. Mm. Right? Oh, <laughs> for oh, sure. Absolutely. You know? Do you understand it's if good. you <laughs> We are in uh, Independence, Missouri. Okay. <laughs> like, Community of Christ is Independence, Missouri. Right. Right? Actually, none of us oh, yeah. are in Independence, Missouri. Um, That's true. To be We're fair. all close to it. That's like the center point. If you triangulate our locations, it's <laughs> yeah. Independence. But it's Independence. If, if somebody was Mormon, who would be wearing... Who could you see most wearing the... White shirt, black tie, because that's actually what uh, Zach and Cam, you guys looked exactly like that at my wedding, and I didn't realize it until after the ceremony. <laughs> Funny. Um, a little bit, Because yeah. we've also sang a duet from Book of Mormon, so musical. that works. Yes. Yeah, well. that checks out. Would you like to do it right now? No. no. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Can I just say that was the most, that was the most, that was the most unison no I've ever heard. It was so good. <laughs> that, was, that was an understood, we didn't even need to communicate. Even over the no internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's the Mormon uh, on the office? Toby. That's good. I Toby's think Toby good. just like. He will, I will sit quiet me, quietly in my pressed white shirt. I will wear the same thing, and then I will do the rest of the Mormon stuff. And then, and you know what? I'm going to go talk to people, and they're not going to love it, but I'm going to do it anyway. But see, Toby, <laughs> like, like the, the whole shtick of, of kind of Mormonism is being able to convince people, and Toby's yeah. like the most giant pushover <laughs> in the entire show. So, like, that somebody could just, could just walk all over him, and he'd be fine. Mm. I would actually argue that... Um, a good candidate for uh, for a, a Mormon would be Gabe. Um, oh, that's a great point. I didn't even think yeah. about Gabe. Um, no but, one thinks about Gabe. No, he's the most forgettable person. <laughs> True. Yeah. Is he is he the worst character on the show? Like, who is y'all's least oh. favorite character oh. on the show? Oh. Nellie. Nellie Bertram. What? Yes, Come on, Ed. I hate Nellie. <laughs> I hate Nellie so much. We're gonna start an argument. We're gonna, we're gonna break up their podcast by, by having this conversation. Kevin's right, a Baptist because he brought chili to the potluck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. John, what's your answer? Uh, so, so it we have to kind of define this. Are we talking least favorite main characters or least favorite like? these characters also happen to be in it occasionally. Because if that's the go, case... Go with it. Run with it. Then my least favorite character in the entire show is Brian, the boom operator. Mm, that's a good answer, because that whole last season gets real <laughs> off the rails and, and sad. Yeah. And Brian is kind of the central point yeah. of a lot Brian of that. Brian sucks. He's awful. I don't... I don't. I hope I never yeah. see him in real life. Because <laughs> well, it's fade on sight. News for you. <laughs> it's also such, just such a niche answer, and I really love that. That's what really that good. when you think least favorite character, like 
a lot of people hate Andy or Creed. No, you're like, nah, the boom operator from the last. No, it's, it's a Kim, blessing. You're being too nice. You're being too nice. That's an easy answer, John. That is no, an it's easy not. answer. Every, everybody hates him. He's the, he tried to break up Jim and Pam. Okay, you said Nelly, who is actually a yeah. very great character on the show. Oh, we are. <laughs> we, po- like our Saint podcast Louis is done. Band-Aid under the eye, Nelly? Irreverence is done. <laughs> Don't unsubscribe from our podcast because you won't get any more news. Don't go watch it. Never mind. <laughs> Man, oh, no, that's good. So, um, can we put Robert California into a, a religion before we leave this segment? Because we got to talk about Robert oh, California. Oh man, he might be Church of the Flying Spaghetti yeah. Monster. Something <laughs> super out there. I or feel like Robert cult. California is just the Church of Robert California. I think he's probably the leader of the whole. Situation. I mean, he is. Honestly, he is I the sound intrigued king. by that. He is the. He is he, the Lizard King. It's one of my favorite moments in the show. <laughs> Can we say is he a is he like a branch Davidian? Like, can we say he's just like <laughs> Koresh? Like, he is Waco. That's yeah. He has that just power over people, and I it just watching it makes me go, ooh, yucky. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's a prophet for yeah. sure. Clearly. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't man. know. Man, oh goodness. So, here's the thing. I, I think we had a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, I told myself myself going into season two, which this is going to be part of season three. I told myself going into season two, I want to become a better podcast host. And actually, the time I told that to Zach and Cam, I probably had my worst hosting uh, about ever. There were like three times that were just plain silence or I said something that we'd already talked about and I had already forgotten. Just completely forgot that you were on a podcast for a little bit. But this was like throw Alex into the fire. It's I have to try and host with four other people. Um, and I think we did a good job, gentlemen. Um, I, it was pretty I good. I want to end We're it with you, this. Alex. Ed, give me one reason that everyone should go listen to Irreverence. Wow. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to ask me how, how is Jesus hidden in plain sight in the office? Oh, that too. But... Go. <laughs> well, I don't know. That Actually, I'll you know leave... what? You get that. John will tell us about uh, Irreverence. <laughs> Dang it. I was going to go the opposite way. Okay. Uh, okay. Did you do that, John? You, you answer Irreverence. Uh, what, no. Whatever way. I'll do Irreverence. Go. And then Alex, John will explain. step one of being a good podcast host is sticking to your guns. I, know. You I say don't, it I don't remember long. what my guns were. <laughs> You're being a major Enneagram 9 right now. Like, it's ridiculous. But I'm not even a 9. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, don't first of all don't call out nines like that because we don't really appreciate it but we definitely won't you know say anything about it and that's not fair that is my exact point <laughs> i would say if you listen to this podcast you'd probably like ours um i think um our our witty banter and casual dialogue is i think what makes it bearable um if not enjoyable um, but I think we present some alternative takes on various topics and, um, we have some unique things about each one of us that obviously is very unique to us. Um, but I, I do think we represent a, a pretty unique market of pastors that, uh, could be enlightening to, to the fact that people, that pastors are real people too. So I don't know, we are, we're two guys from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And if you want to hear more about our experiences, uh, in life as it relates to church, but also really completely outside of church, come listen to a reverence podcast. <laughs> I love the fact that you described us as bearable. 
That's great. Bearable. <laughs> That's, so, it's, a, it's a very low bar. You don't want to overpromise. Exactly. You know? If you underpromise, you might accidentally overdeliver, and that that could be a good market to follow. And <laughs> but strive for mediocrity and be content with disappointment. That's my life <laughs> model. <laughs> and so, okay, here's here's the thing. Before we get to John, and I send you guys off and tell everybody to listen, you guys got to know that I really enjoy you guys because every time I hear you say Pittsburgh, I think about the time um, a couple years ago when I spent uh, a lot of money to go to a Kansas City-Pittsburgh playoff game in an ice storm. Le'Veon Bell ran wild, and you guys didn't score a touchdown and beat us. Mm. And it was freezing, and and I was in the no bleeds. No, that's why I'm telling them this is how much they should appreciate that I'm promoting them because every time I hear that, I want to kick them out of the call, but I can't kick them out of the call. It's their their call, so I don't know if you have that. We'll find a way. But it's okay. We're the Super Bowl champs, so I can't be mad at anybody anymore. Everybody can root for whoever they want. Congrats if anyone ever wins another Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes lives in Kansas City for the next 12 years. Let's go. Awesome. Uh, John. Yeah. Why should we listen to the Irreverence podcast? I would argue it's actually. Didn't we already do that part, Alex? Oh, yeah, we did. Well, the other part. <laughs> what was the other part? It was John, be pick a question of your choice. In, <laughs> Jesus say some in words. plain sight and the office. <laughs> Jesus in plain So, ultimately, the office is a grand redemption story. It, oh. it is a story where you see ordinary people who have really difficult situations that they face. And sometimes they hit rock bottom. But ultimately, in the end, the entire cast is redeemed, except Toby. <laughs> I'll and, tell you right now, that'll, that'll preach. preach. That'll preach. That'll yeah. preach. Toby, Toby was turned away, for I did not know you. <laughs> Jesus That's talked about Toby's. Right? Yeah. Matthew 7. <laughs> Is it 7? It's 8. It's one of those. It's, it's right after it. the Sermon on the Mount. <laughs> it's right after it. Um, We're, no one's going to fact check you. Yeah. You're good. I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> not enough people listen to us that they're going to get mad if you say the wrong chapter of Matthew. Honestly, yeah. I think Our by this moms point. moms are not going to fact check your Bible. My mom does not listen. I bet you my mom does not listen to one episode. Um, by this point, anyone who would fact check us on that canceled us in their brains a long time ago <laughs> yeah probably oh man that so we're gonna put um irreverence's website and uh links to their podcast and all that in our bio not in our bio in uh, the, the episode description here so that you guys have easy access we appreciate you coming on uh, when we do an office season we will have you guys on again if you would like to yes. um we need someone that knows more than uh we do so <laughs> We appreciate you. Uh, this is the Plain Side Podcast. Please uh, subscribe, review, do all the fun stuff so that um, people other than Zach and Cam's mom listen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and peace out. Girl Scout. See ya. Wear a mask. Wear a mask.